0: Good. He is. He is never. uh, He never forsakes us. He never forgets us. And and I believe it's because we're children of the Most High God. When God begins to pour things down on you, there's a reason for that, and it's because He loves you, and you have become one of His. And I want to give uh, thanks to Pastor. I know he's not here, but hopefully he's tuning in. And I just want to give him. uh, I want to you know acknowledge him and give him uh, honor, and uh, also thanking him and also the church for you know allowing my wife. And I had to minister to others where they're in need. And, uh, and when I say they need, I don't mean that they're broken or anything like that. But there's a need for the word to go out. There's always a need for a refreshing word. And, and they, were, they were glad to see us there, and they were glad to receive us so. But just in the same way here, I'm glad to be here, glad to be received for all that God is doing for us. Amen. And I'm going to begin. Today, this is more of a Bible study we're doing today. It's into his marvelous slide. I'll go over that. But there's a scripture I want to read before we go into that. In the book, uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse ten, sixteen through 16, it says, He that descended is the same also that, has a, that, that ascended uh, up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that, he, that we henceforth be no more, listen to this, children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking in truth in lo- and in love may grow up into, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up uh, into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. And then last verse 16. From whom the whole world fitly joint together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And let us pray for the word. This is for the edifying of the church. This is for the growing of the, for the body. Lord, we thank you for the word. We thank you for your blessing, Lord. We thank you as, you as we open up here today, Lord, that you're going to have your way, Lord. Lord, we want to remove, Lord God, any thoughts that we have flesh, Lord, and let your spirit flow through every heart. Lord, we prepare our hearts, O oh God, for the word that's going to come forth. And that, that seed that you have brought forth, O oh God, that word, O oh God, when it sets in our hearts, Lord, that it's going to plant. It's going to grow. It's going to grow roots, Lord God, into your kingdom kingdom lord and we're going to bring forth fruit in the name of the Lord Jesus and everybody said amen. amen Amen and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord praise God praise God amen So this is uh so again uh, we're doing a Bible study it's more it's not a I mean it's still I guess a preaching teaching teaching I guess you'd call it Uh, But I'm going to be talking about Into His Marvelous Light. Now this is a, uh, it's about a one hour, actually it's more than that, believe it or not. Uh, I started reading it last night and uh, we, uh, when you start going through trials and you know things are happening in your life, you know that God is, He's going to test you to see if you're going to go forth with it. And so here I am uh, just with a slight struggle, but it's a good struggle. Through our struggles, I guess our weaknesses show and God is able to be glorified through our weaknesses because it's the power of God that moves us. So I'm going to start with this scripture, and his sister won't have this. Uh, I'm at the very front of this page. Um, again, I mentioned it, it's got a good beginning. Into his marvelous light, and uh, and it's it's uh, it's one of those eye awakeners. I mean, when I first read it, it was I loved it. I liked it. As a matter of fact, I passed out so many of them. Uh, Then I eventually had to come back and get some more I even passed out some in Spanish because there's there's a lot to this and I'll begin with the first scripture on page two it says so if you want this booklet I put a few of them up here you don't have to come pick it up now Uh, you can get one later and if you've already done this one before hey no worries Uh, that means that it's already written up here right in our hearts. And we know this, right? So there's going to be some testing going on. I'm kidding. No testing. We're going to go over this. We're going to go over this. I'm not going to go over the whole thing because, again, like I said, there's so much. There's so much in here. And it says, the entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Psalm 119, verse uh, 130. And obviously the word is telling us that God has made this for us to understand it. It's not to confuse us, it's not to uh, throw throw us in a different direction, which is why I read the first piece of scripture. When I read that scripture, it brought back to mind that our God is not a God of confusion. He wants to give us that which is true, which is right, and which is perfect. And how many of us are glad that uh, people took time to write these? People took time to print. This is kind of a summary of something that we need so that we can quickly get to the truth. Because if uh, many of us, if we sit down, and and I'm one of those, when I first read the scriptures, I was confused. And the reason I was confused is because I didn't have the Holy Ghost. I didn't have that understanding. But God says, listen, I'm going to give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And as you come to the knowledge of who I am, then I'm going to pour out the rest. And so God will give us a little bit here and there. And this teaching says, in preparation, it says the following Bible study was prepared to explain the plan of salvation in uh, the plan of salvation in a simple one lesson condensed form with a teacher to guide discussion and it says self or a self study so you can actually do this on your own uh, you can also give it to others it says if desired it can be divided into two parts but I can tell you right now it can be divided into an entire week so there's uh, it it can go on and on and on because there's so much in here Uh gonna run into it says. First Peter, uh, chapter two, verse, verse nine, it says you should you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So this teaching is obviously kind of it's already setting the ground, the groundwork. It says, listen, God is going to pull you out of the darkness and he wants to shed some light upon you. He wants he wants you to see the truth. He wants you to understand that because God desires that we all should be saved in the introduction in page four. It says, when walking out of the dark in a room, this is a good analogy, into the sunshine, light can be blinding as our eyes become accustomed to the light. We can see more clearly and enjoy the scenery that surrounds us. Likewise, when we look into the light of the scriptures, the brightness of truth can sometimes hurt. However, as our spiritual eyesight becomes adjusted, we can enjoy walking in the light, and I think we can all relate to this as, as our walk with Christ was not at first an easy one. I think it was one of those where there. This is why we are shaking to our core. We're we're uh, we're caught by surprise. Well, I thought this was right, and I thought this was right, but we know that God's word is right. It is it is our instruction. It is our direction, and so we want to adhere to God's word and uh, go. Go about it. it is the light unto darkness. And if we go to the very beginning, Genesis, the Bible says that God was in the beginning It was the Word. Actually it's John 1 and 1. I'll go into that a little bit. But God created the heavens and the earth. And it says that darkness was upon the face of the deep. And so the face of the deep, obviously, if you think about it, we are, uh, my brother-in-law spoke about this the other night, and he said, you know, we are, we are human beings, and our hearts are deep, and there are things that are hidden, but in order for that to be exposed and be taken out and be removed, God had to come into the midst. There had to be a light to shine upon the depths of our heart, and it was a, such a good analogy, and I stole that from him. Oh, hopefully, he's watching. He'll know that. But it's for a good cause. We want to know that God's light is greater than the darkness that's in our hearts. God can take that darkness, shine the light upon that. Amen. And we want no darkness in us. So this is why we we, we go to God every morning and every day. Okay, so obviously this Bible study is to help people walk according to the ways of the Lord. It's got three points. It talks about uh, point one, two, and three. The Gospels, and then it goes to is into the book of Acts, which is where the apostles obviously lived. And uh, we know that we are now in the book of Acts. We are living in the book of Acts. Of course, the book of Revelation is being fulfilled every day, and it's not there. Even, even the Gospels are being fulfilled every day uh, because Jesus also tells us in the Gospel to, to pay attention to the times that are coming. And, and Pastor talked about this, I believe, on Thursday where he said, look at the things. Pay attention to the things that are happening right now. Israel is going through some really hard times. We are to be shaken to our core, and I have people asking me because they know that I speak of the faith, and they and they ask me, Andy, do you believe? I said, I absolutely believe. It is, it is, it is Israel. As a matter of fact, we know that we have read word uh, Israel. The Bible talks about that. He calls them back to Israel, and the people have done that. And they and of course, this is where this war has broken out. So I said, yes, there's a preparation. So here we are learning about that, the the gospels, and even in the book of Acts, uh, we are the people of the book of Acts, moving in that, and the gospels are taking place. And of course, we go into the epistles. I'm only going to use a few examples, uh, just because for the sake of time. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to say this: this Bible study, um, again, there's there's many back here, and I think we've all seen them. But it's if it doesn't go as planned, I always say this: if you tend to veer to one side, just make su- make sure it stays in the truth, uh, because people, are, new people, are always going to ask new questions. Uh, and I've had many questions asked. One of the, I think I mentioned one of the questions that is asked to me the most is, why would God let this evil happen? And my example is always this. Well, in order for God to identify whether you want to serve him or not, there had to be something that, that drew you away by your own lust. You had to want that. God put it there, but it was your choice. God gave free will even to Adam and Eve from the very beginning. He said, "Listen, you're, I made you both, but I'm going to put something there. I'm telling you not to touch it." He told him not to touch it, so it's by our free will that we're drawn away. So, going into the Gospels, uh, in the, in this uh, page six, and and, and I, I don't want to. I, I know I said I was going to test you guys, but I don't. I'm not going to do that. I think most of you guys would know this. Okay, so I'm going to go into uh, the first one in the Gospels, and this would be page. 6. It says John chapter one, verse one five through fourteen, and uh, and the scriptures say. I already skipped the other one, which is okay. I should say skipped. I just jumped forward ahead, fast-forwarded. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. I spoke that earlier. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And so here, just just in this scripture right here, I'm going to go to this first question. It says, the blank which was in the beginning was God. And we know that it's talking about the word. It's the word. And so, and, and, and this is why these questions kind of, and it says, uh, was the word and was God. In uh, uh, the God, what? He, he became flesh, Jesus Christ in the living word of God. And of course, there's more scriptures to support that. But for that, Matt, for this cause, I'm going to bring you into this one where it says, this same scripture says, verse 5, it says, And light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I think we understand that that scripture doesn't mean it didn't understand it. It means that darkness could not put out the light. No matter what, how, how, what large amount of darkness came upon the light, when the light turns on, it, it just comes on and darkness flees. Uh, and I think we can prove that. We turn the lights off, If we, we would see darkness in this room. And I'm not saying that the enemy would be here, but I'm saying there's darkness. And, and, our, and just imagine that our heart was once like that. There was darkness there, but when the light came on, when Jesus came into our lives, all of a sudden that light lit up. And we became alive in Christ. Amen. Now, even though we weren't baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, there was still life around us. It was the, the, the Holy Ghost. He it was moving that conviction. And this is why, um, through that conviction, we move into it. Amen. John chapter 1, verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So this is a very good, I'm, I'm going to have to say it like this, a oneness scripture. It's, and, and, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten uh, of the Father, full of grace and truth. And I could quickly take you to Isaiah 9, 6, but again, I'm going to hold off on that. But it's talking about the oneness of God, and I like how they put this together. John chapter 1, uh, hold on. The second question, John uh, chapter one verse eleven. It's going it, it's in the scripture. It says if we believe in Him and receive Him, Jesus gives us power to become the sons of, Amen. See, like, I, that's why I'm saying we don't have the test. We know this. <laughs> All right. So, so the the is the sons of God, and it says here now they added, not added, but they made clarity. It says by a supernatural birth. Okay. So there's a supernatural, and then He spoke further about this new birth. Uh, One night to a ruler of the Jews. And we know that's Nicodemus. Uh, Moving on to John chapter 3 verse 1. If you have uh, your Bibles. But I'm going to move to the question. It said, the Lord told Nicodemus that everyone who wanted to see or enter the kingdom of God. Must be born again of water. Amen. And of the spirit. So again, here is, is scripture again. And what we're doing is we're building up an idea and a thought. Not for those who know, but for those who don't know. And if any questions arise, then we help them come along as best as possible. I think one of my uh, favorite uh, tactics for me is when they ask questions, and the, the, the question can't be answered in Scripture, but you know the answer to, the script, to, to their question because it is in Scripture. It's not in the one you just read. And, uh, and I shared this the other day. The Bible says for us to be ready to give account of what? Our hope. That which God is, has given us. That which the promise which is unto us. But how can you testify of that if you don't know it? And so we want to know what is that? How do we tell, well, the one is declaring that Jesus is the Messiah. That he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. And he was crucified for our sins. And through him we have life. Amen. Okay, and moving on to the next question: Is it the Lord? Uh, the Lord told Nicodemus that everyone who, oh no, the next one. I'm sorry, I apologize. John three sixteen twenty one, that's the scripture we're going to, and it says, again, John three sixteen verse twenty one. Jesus told Nicodemus that whosoever blank in Him, Amen. <laughs> we're on top of it. Believe in Him, shall have eternal life. So again, this is again, this is a building up of the faith. There's a build. Oh, so I have to believe. Absolutely, you have to believe. And the Bible also says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is God's word that brings faith. It is God's word that brings truth to us. As a matter of fact, if we don't have faith, if there's nothing ignited in us, then God won't manifest himself to us. There has to be that igniting of faith in someone in order for God to move into that. Amen. John chapter 7 verse 38 and 39. And this will be the last one. This is the gospels. We're working on the gospels. And then I'm going to move on to you, with you guys to the book of Acts. And uh, John 7, 38, 39. Let's see if I wrote that one down. Praise God. Here we go. And he that believeth on us is the scripture. On me, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the spirit which they uh, that believe on him should receive. Uh, for the Holy Ghost was not given because uh, was not given not yet given, I'm sorry, because that Jesus was not yet glorified, so Jesus had to come up, go going to heaven, and uh, and I think we know the scripture says don't he told the women, don't touch me because I have to ascend, I have to be glorified and in that um, he uh, there was things that he he said to us there were there were things that we had to do uh, in order for him to be glorified, uh, he first off, he had to walk this place, he had to die, crucify, resurrect. Uh, by his own power, which he did, and it was all fulfilled by the scripture. I mean, he fulfilled the scriptures by him fulfilling the scriptures. He is glorified, but so is so is he when he goes up into heaven because he has fulfilled scripture as he has declared it. But he, as he written it, he wrote it from the very beginning, because as I said before, it is a prophecy that need to be fu- needed to be fulfilled. In Jesus' name, John seven thirty nine that's saying the script. Here's the the question. Uh, Here we discover that if we believe on Him, we will receive His Spirit. Amen. Okay. So and again, this is why I read this one before because this one's a little bit more for me. It was tricky, and and this is what I I, and I want to say this. Um, Not that it was tricky. Not not that God is tricky with this. But I didn't remember that scripture per se. But if I read the question and then I read the scripture, I would be able to put them together. So don't feel bad if somebody asks you a question and you can't answer it. It's okay. That, that then this is, this is how we develop. This is how we grow spiritually in word and in truth. It is the testing of our faith. And this is why we, we do Bible studies because it's not only for them. It's also for us. We're going to grow in truth. We're going to grow in spirit. We're going to grow in knowledge. We're going to have uh, all that that God wants of us to be poured into us. Amen. All right, so I'm going to move into the book of Acts. So, again, this is on page 8. And I asked, I asked uh, for some help. I'm kidding. <laughs> I had a little bit of a flare-up last night, so I'm working as best as I can. God is uh, always doing, uh, doing, like I said, even, even yesterday, for those who uh, came to the prayer meeting, uh, there was a move of the Lord here, and I was glad to be here. And uh, for those who are here, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, uh, we were praying for people, praying for others, and, uh, who would have thought that I would have needed prayer at that moment, right? But praise God. Uh, you know, the prayer, the Bible says sometimes we don't know what we pray when we are, uh, groaning in the spirit. So, Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 3 through 5, it says, and, and he, and we enter, this is, I'm reading the question for first, uh, and we enter the book of Acts, we discover almost immediately that the promise of the Father is the baptism of the, uh, Holy Ghost, and if we read that again, we go into the the former treaties. Have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do, and uh, to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up? After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments. And says through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles, which he had chosen, and said he uh, to whom also he showed himself alive, excuse me, after uh, his passion. Uh, by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days uh, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem but wait for the promise of the father which saith, he ye have heard of me for John truly baptized with water but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence amen and we know it's the Holy Ghost Praise the Lord, this is a good scripture here um, uh, just to, and not not to bash people down and and I, and you 'll find this in this book if you read it when when we come to people who have faith or of a certain faith we can 't we don 't bash them down. What we do is we build them up uh, we build them up because they already have some idea of God they have they have some understanding, but they don 't have the fullness of it and i 'll share a story that happened to me uh, Friday. I was talking to uh, one of the people that I usually talk to. And as I did, uh, he was sharing with me the things of Israel and whatnot. And I said, well, that is the coming of the Lord and so forth. And jumping all the way to the very end, an hour later, he shows me a, a, uh, a text that someone uh, had, sh- had sent to him. And it was a text of the, of the priests, the Catholic Orthodox Church in New York, walking in unison together and walking forth. Now, he was moved by that, but someone else wasn't. He's, he texted to someone, and someone kind of bashed it. And he was a little bit upset. And I said to him, well, you know, I understand what she's trying to say. But I don't think she's trying to hurt you. I think she's trying to give you truth. But here's what I will say. That when you see things like that happen, that people are trying to do things. And I will guarantee you this. That whoever sees that happen, there's an action happening. These people are taking, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, making a choice to make a statement. We're going to pray for the pe- people of Israel. And somebody's going to take note of that. And perhaps that will hold, hopefully move them in the direction. You know what? What else? What else? does the Bible say we need to do? And when they open up the scriptures, hopefully, if they're really hungry, and if they're really hungry, they're going to find it. They're going to find the faith that we have. Amen? So we pray for those who, even though they're not of the faith, that they would come to the fullness. And, and I, this is why I read the first scripture, that we come to the unity of the faith. The unity, the, the unity means the understanding, the same one. Unit means one all together, thinking alike, thinking the same thing. Amen? All right, so this is what happened in the Book of Acts. If we go to chapter uh, two, verse uh, one through uh, seven, well, I'm not going to read all of that. Here's the question: When the apostles were at Jerusalem, they uh, they, along with many others, it says, were joyously filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other good. And it says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So it was through the Spirit. This is why we know we need the Spirit in order to be uh, to to show that utterance. To show that, uh, I heard. I think, I'm not sure if his brother Woodward mentioned that. He says, when someone just kind of bleeps, even though they got the Holy Ghost and you didn't hear them speak continually, the moment they they speak just that one utterance, they don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. Hey, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. But continue to seek it. Continue to seek him. I'm sorry, not it. Continue to seek him and let him feel you again. Praise the Lord. That is in the book of Acts. All right. Jesus. God is good. All right. Looking at time because I, I will talk all day here. So <clears throat> moving on to a uh, question, it's not a question, it's more of a, um, it's its kind of the process. It's what we believe. It's in the uh, book of Acts 2.38, it's in this here, and so this is what, and, and again, it's a building up. We, we're going from the Gospels, and now we're into the book of Acts. We've already talked to them about what happens when they went, when They went, and they were waiting for that promise, the promise that was uh, prophesied from the very beginning. Job uh, spoke of it, and now we're here in the book of Acts, which is uh, later on during uh, the birth of, actually after the, the, the Gospel has been spread. And uh, Jesus died and resurrected. And so we want to bring clarity on that. Hey, Jesus has resurrected already, and he has given them their spirit, and this is what he has asked them to do. And number one is repentance. He wants you to repent because there's no way that you can make it to heaven unless you repent. Lord, I am so sorry that I have done all this all my life. I gave more than half of my life, Lord, to this world. But whatever is left, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. Lord, that you may be glorified. And this is what the Psalm, uh, Psalm 23 talks about. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. And that's so you can relax for a moment. Take a moment to think. He leadeth me by the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Not my sake, his sake. So just in those four scriptures, he says, I'm taking you in. I'm letting you rest. I'm restoring you. And now I'm getting you back I want you to walk that straight path. Amen. And so God gives us that. So repentance comes in. Remission of sins has to come in as well. Uh, The only way that happens is through the water. It has to be in the name of Jesus, and it has to be in water. If there's no water, then, uh, well, and and again, there's some things that I'm going to say here that uh, you might disagree with, but God is the judge of all. If someone repented of their sins, and I mean wholeheartedly, and I'm talking about they had no opportunity to get to the water. God is the judge of that person. I'm not going to say they're going to hell because I can't say that. If the man is in the middle of the desert and realizes, you know what, God, I had all this truth and I had all this. But, but all of a sudden, unless he crawls into that water and he comes out, I baptize myself in the name of Jesus, then God might make. But the man at the cross was a little bit different. I've heard people use that excuse and say that, well, what about him? Here's what happened to him. He was on the cross and he couldn't come down from there it was done his fate was sealed but he he knew there was something wrong with him because he said to the lord lord remember me when you go remember me in your kingdom remember that he says today you will be with me in paradise now that was because he couldn't come off the cross now it could have come off the cross and if he had hey, you know what you're not going to die today we're just going to get you off the cross and you know you know jesus is is he's already he's died so you can go back to your ways i would think that he would say you know what no I'm going to wait now for those that have, uh, and, of course, that never happened because he died. I'm going to wait for those till he dies, and I hear what they have to say about him, and then perhaps he would have come to the faith. I would have hoped so, but that didn't happen. He died at that moment, and God took him. So let's not, let's, I, I always, people will ask me that, and they'll think, and I'll, I'll tell them, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Don't run with that because you don't know. What about the people, the Indians trapped in, you know, uh, in, in Brazil, those that nobody's discovered, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're, uh, what, do you, what do you call them? They're in the woods. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what they're, uh, very much like Bruco, you know, we, that, the book that we read, that, that Sister, uh, uh, Sister, goodness, my brain is going right now. <laughs> sister Fry gave me to read. It was, it was a good read. It was about learning about people, indigenous people, that were in the woods. They didn't know Jesus, but somebody said, I'm going to go out there. Now they had something to, report to after the fact because they had the word. But if they didn't have the word, then I believe they would have been judged according to the law that was written in their hearts. Amen. All right, moving on to the end, the epistles. So the gospels, we have the gospel. The gospels is what teaches us to uh, to understand uh, the Old Testament and where God is bringing us. We have then the uh, the book of Acts. We are living in the book of Acts right now. And then, of course, then we have the epistles and I don't know if anybody, uh, <laughs> if anybody, if you go into the epistles in depth, you're going to find correction every walk of your life. It never ends. It never stops. I have still found things that I have been doing. And I think, Lord, this is uh, interesting for me to understand. Uh, but since it is your word, I'm going to go with that. And I'm going to live through that. so let's not, let's, uh, let's, and, I, and I, sh- I guess here's what I should, should be saying here. We are all. The reason we're here, the reason we're doing this teaching is because we are equipped. We're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And we are to go preach the word to the lost. We are to bring them uh, into a of uh, understanding of God's word, of God's love, of God's mercy, of God's grace. All this, these are things that, uh, this. and here's something I, the word says, if you ask for God, will give it to you. If you ask for wisdom, he will give it to you unbraided. So that means that whatever you ask. God is going to unravel that which you didn't understand, and He's going to let you understand it, and He's going to allow, allow you to deliver that. You're going to be that vessel for the Lord, and God is going to be. He's going to say, "This smells good. I like the. I like what you're doing. That's going to be a good aroma, and God is going to be pleased with that." Amen. So let's. So we are to be vessels for them, uh, for those that that don't know the Lord. The epistles. This is definitely not. I'm going to say this. This is definitely not for those that are not yet baptized in Jesus' name. It is not for them. Th- th- these, are, these are words that Paul, Peter, uh, even in the book of Revelation, it says Jesus, the testimony of Jesus Christ through John. For those that are of the church, we know it. We know the baptism. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We walk in the truth. We are the children of the light. We are to be that. And so in being that, we are to be the examples. And, of course, this teaching will tell you that as well, too. So, like I said, I read this. I learned from it. And uh, it was a blessing unto me. <clears throat> Into His marvelous light. Uh, I don't know how much time I have left. Let's see, because I talk a lot. Do I still have thirty minutes? Ten, fifteen. Praise God, you guys. I was getting ready to unravel. So I <laughs> praise the Lord. But that's good. Okay. So so again, the Bible study. And I, so the Bible study. This is not set in stone. I have done Bible studies. This Bible study, actually not this particular one. I think it was uh, Beyond Belief. If you've read that, it's a pretty thick book. It is. But you would think that you'd be done within about two, three days. Uh Uh-uh. No. You can go through it. I mean, if you come back every week to that same person, you're probably going to be on it for at least a month and a half. I mean, if you really stretch it out. Because they're going to have questions. And here's another thing. When they have questions and you're giving them a Bible study. I'm not telling you not to get away from this, but answer their questions. Because if you answer their questions, you're, it's, they're going to be more keen to listen. Let's say, oh, you know what? He answered that question, and I want to hear some more. Because you gave them truth. And your questions will always be, they'll always be answered by Scripture. Amen? If you line them up with this word, it will never come back and bite you in the butt. Well, that's not Scripture. You deviate from that, and it's going to come back, and it's going to gnaw at the you know It's going to be like those little ants want to attack me. And um, it was pain. I don't know. They didn't feel it. I did. And I took the darkness, so I took it at that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right. No, I blessed them. I said, have a nice day. And I left that. <laughs> God is good. Amen. 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 So God is teaching us, uh, you know, how to be children of light. Uh, we have, you. we are all empowered by the Holy Ghost. It is God's spirit. It is a gift unto us. Uh, not to abuse it, but just to say, Lord, thank you for the gift that you have given us. Lord, give me the words to speak to those that don't know your word. And, uh, and I want to share this testimony. This happened this very morning as I was coming here. There's a reason why we do things a certain way sometimes. And you listen to the voice because God will bring you something that you, Lord, that was beyond my understanding. I don't know what's happened. There's a person I did not ever expect to ask me or tell me something that was, and this is beside what we talked about, I shared with uh, those who were here yesterday. And this man uh, is my neighbor. I'm just, I'm just going to say it like this. I know what he's about, and I know who he is. How about that? And so in knowing that, he d- doesn't say a word, and it, and it, and it was kind of humbling in a way, not only to me, uh, but I believe even to my family, because he didn't say a word, and it reminds me, the man uh, that, was, uh, that was comparing himself, uh, or the Pharisee was comparing himself to the man. And Jesus is, is given the example, you know, that he couldn't even look up to heaven. He says, forgive me for I am a sinner. He beat his chest. But the other one said, Lord, I'm glad that I'm not like this man. You know, that was the Pharisee thinking that. And we had to say, Lord, I don't, and here's, here's, what, here's our heart. Lord, I don't know what that person's going through, but whatever it is, I want to be able to reach them. And this man looked at us, and he said, he shaked his hand, he put his hands together like this. He bowed down, and he said, heaven. And I knew what exactly, he says, pray for me. And I said, okay. And so as we are coming over here, here we are. Our job never ends. We're praying for this man that God will reach him. Lord, you opened the door. I didn't open the door. You opened that door. And he's, he's calling that. So I feel, this is a, this is a moment of a Bible study, Amen. This is a moment of, and, and I might not bring this with me. I, sometimes I might just come and listen to him and answer his questions. But still, this is definitely a good reference to begin with, with someone who has questions and is hungry. Bring it with you. bring your, And I'm going to say bring the sword, not to slay them, but to give them a piece of what they need. Amen? Praise the Lord. Uh, well, I'm about out of wind up here, so if the team wants to join me, we're going to worship God. We're going to praise God. And um, not only, it's, Joy cometh in the morning. Amen. Joy cometh in the morning. And if I may, I'm going I'm I'm to share one more piece of scripture. If I can see clearly here. So those who know it, is anybody familiar with Zephaniah? Of course they are. <laughs> 3.17. And the word says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love, he will joy over thee with singing. Now, this scripture here, if you dissect it just a little bit more, when I say dissect it, I don't mean tear it apart. I mean, go a little bit deeper into the scriptures Uh, in the concordance. You're going to find that the Lord is saying that when he sees us, he's not only going to be joyful, but that word joy, that second one, it says he's going to be spinning when he sees his church, amen? So when God sees his church coming, he's going to be joyful and he's going to be spinning. You know what we should be doing? Joyful and be spinning and giving God praise, amen? All right, worship team, praise the Lord. God is good. If you would stand to your feet, you, la- you lift Jesus. your hands up to Hallelujah. the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, thank you, Lord.